Well, hello, humans. What a week. Hey, welcome to Get Wood. My name is Jess Wood. This week's episode brought to you by the letter B, as in bullshit, bullshit, and more bullshit. Hey, you guys know the song. Come on in and sing along, won't you? Let's go now, bam, and say goddamn. This is a dope jam. I'm broad. I'm broad. I'm broader than Broadway. Yes, I'm broad and I'm abroad and I'm broader than Broadway and I'm diddling, 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 diddling myself. And it feels so good. Your sauce will mix with ours and will make a good goulash, baby. Oh yeah. What time is it? It's time for Get Wood with Jess Quad. Hello. Hello and welcome. Hi. First minute of the show. Aren't you psyched to be here? Yes, you are. Hi, kids. Hi, gang. Hi, humans, witches, warlocks, goblins, all of the above. Hey, now. Say now. Shout out to my girls in the chat. Shout out to Free Money. That motherfucker just goes around and yells at hookers on Figaro Avenue. If you're not following Free Money, the hoe hunter, I don't know what you're doing with your life because really we need as much laughter and joy as possible in these motherfucking end days. Am I right? I'm right. Right. Earlier, I mentioned that this show was brought to you by the letter B, as in bullshit. Mm. And also as in black, brown. And by the way, did you notice how different the fucking police force were? Because they're in on it. Motherfucking in on it. Look, I know it's been almost a full week since that shit went down with all the crackers climbing. But I wanted to just say a few things. Yes, I am repping my motherfucking Jewish star of David necklace. And I started, I, I started wearing it again when Trump got elected because I knew that anti-Semitism and racism, oh baby, they go hand in hand, arm in arm. Oh, they just love each other so much. All that hate. Oh, it just breeds and breeds and breeds, boo-boo. So it's fucked up. And I want to just say that uh, anybody who eats organic, who, d- okay, you know the Jamiroquai looking fool with the horns. Uh, first of all, such a bad look. The worst tattoos. I can talk about tattoos right now because I am a fully tattooed lady. Those tattoos were shit. Those were like those 90s fucking uh I'm sure he has a barbed wire around his arm, you know, and, and it, it like Celtic, I want like Celtic fucking, get the fuck out of here, you know, it, it awful, 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 awful. And, uh, excuse me, but, um, organic food in jail, you fucking entitled bastard. I mean, really how much shit can we possibly, okay. First of all, let's talk about the trans community for a second. Also, uh, just being misgendered, being put in the wrong cells, being put in danger, being taunted and fucked with. Same with the black inmates and the Span- and the Mexican inmates and the Hispanic and any brown or black people that get caught up in our system in America. I am fucking sorry for you. I am so goddamn sorry. And you know, when the white people who have been calling me a traitor my whole life, I say thank you. I take that goddamn badge of honor. I make that a fucking badge of honor. All of y'all who called me N-word lovers and this and that and oh, oh, yeah, even as a comic, even as a comic, if I ever did a roast with anyone, you know what all the jokes were about me? 
that I fucked black guys, that I fucked Puerto Rican guys, that, and I was like, yeah, why is that a joke? That shit's for, who cares? That's not a bag, you fucking idiots. Oh, this country has always been so bad. You know, I'm living over here in the real native land, and I'll tell you what, they are waiting, they're wishing a white person would. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh yeah, white people are getting uh, wild. Shit, where are they going to be at? Let's go check them out. I'll meet you there. I'll fucking meet you there. And I will take a goddamn bullet for this revolution. I don't give a fuck. You know how many years I've been saying this? I don't give a fuck. And right now it looks like it's happening. I mean, it's fucking happening. I was in LA. I was protesting. I got shoved around. I got pushed around. Police are fucking awful. They're awful. And we need to redo the whole system, y'all. I know I'm preaching to the choir, but I got... But here we go. Now we're all set again. Hell yeah. Um, waving back to you, you cute goddamn kids out there. Listen, uh, I did write some things down this week, but I have to just continue to go off on these assholes uh, who think that they're making it better here. Really? You, you, can't, you don't have any teeth. Okay, there were so many missing teeth at that fucking I mean I felt like they got into the capital and they were looking for teeth because why else you know they didn't know why they were in there but they got in there and they were like maybe we could find some of my teeth somewhere in these in these cabinets you know what I'm fucking ugh. okay I am I am mad and you know what I'm very happy that my mom is dead I mean I'm not happy that she's dead but I'm happy that she doesn't have to fucking see all this shit you know what she would be doing she would be crying and calling oh god Jesse this Oh, this country is just so fucked. And I'm like, yeah, ma, you've been telling me that my whole life. Remember, I wasn't allowed to do the Pledge of Allegiance. Remember that one? Yeah, because why? Freedom and justice for all? I don't think so. It's not, not over here. No, near, near, near. Uh-uh. So, um, they brought their own gallows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. The gallows pole, the fucking... Pelosi's podium. I mean, these assholes were so for sure, for sure, knowing that they weren't going to get in trouble that the comic Joe, uh, Jeff Ross, the roast master, Jeff Ross posted a picture of the guy, the white guy. They're all, they were all white. Hello. The red, they were all gingers. Uh, the, the guy with the podium running and he had like, a not, Hey, and he was running with the podium and Jeff Ross said, God damn it, I work with podiums. That shit makes me extra mad. And then the guy who was pictured put a comment and he said, hey, Jeff, why don't you tag me? These assholes are like wanting credit for this shit. You know what? We'll give you credit and then we'll give you time and you can serve time. They should lock up this fucking president. He's not a president. He's some asswipe who's just standing there doing what he's told. Oh, it's horrifying. And the hate... Fueling that hate, Ugh! but let us not forget. Let us not forget. Most importantly, remember how the protests look this year. They had the most white people and the most uh, diversity ever in the fucking history of protesting. I mean, maybe since like 1968 when it, 
a bunch of white people were like, God damn, this is fucked up. Yeah, why are we criminalizing a bunch of fucking people and then and then giving them no rights, no nothing? It's like it's a whole different justice system for people of color than it is for white people. I mean, look at me, for instance. I'm a perfect example of this shit. I grew up with girls, all different types of girls, all different colors and classes and all that. But we were mostly lower middle class gals. Okay? Now, the girls who got more shit than I did, who got in trouble more, girls who were uh, brown, girls who were black. Yes, it's true. It's been happening in front of me my whole fucking life. So these assholes, these influencer shitheads that are out there with these huge platforms that could talk to so many people and tell people what the fuck the real deal is, they're not using them. They're not using them. So unfollow all those ass wipes. Unfollow, unfollow, unfollow. And you know what? Follow some people who are revolutionaries on the side of truth, on the side of justice, on the side of the people. I just want to ask you a question because I'm going to tell you my experience. As a white chick, my whole life growing up, uh, the most warmth that I got, not from white people. Not from white people. And you know, my mom made it very clear to me that we were not from a good race and that our race was fucked and that we've been doing horrible, horrible things for this whole time in history. And not just our world. I mean, not just our country, but the whole goddamn world. It's insane. Insane. Like we're going to teach people because that's what we do. We teach kids you have to go to school, so be institutionalized. You have to fucking listen to authority, so you're always going to have to listen to authority. Permanent record, that means you're going to jail. You know what I mean? Like, we set all these kids up in, in their fucking ch- littlest, littlest times. After preschool, kindergarten, oh, you're fucked. You're fucked. Because in preschool and kindergarten, you could be friends with whoever you want to be friends with. You could play with whoever you want to play with. But nowadays, I feel like people are like, oh... Why do you want to play with that kid? Why do you want to play with that kid? Motherfucker, they're kids. Let them pick out their toys. Let them play with who they want to play with. You're the one teaching them you shit. You fucking ignorant shit. And that's the thing. You have to be gentle. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with the kids. Because they're born pure. They're born loving. And we fuck them up. And we put them in front of television. And we're like, this is real. You know, and we show them news that's just showing uh, brown and black faces as criminals. Like, it's awful from the moment it all starts. It's just terrifying. So we really have to make sure that we're surrounding ourselves with people who are positive and enlightened or trying to be, trying to break the fucking ancestors' uh, shit of the past, making a new path, making a new mountain to climb, you know, that where everyone is together. Every, no one gets left back. And what the fuck are these people so scared about losing? More teeth? It's impossible. It's absolutely impossible that they could lose any more teeth out there. Those goddamn cracker ass fucking, and I don't even like to call them crackers because you know, that connotation, (sighs) the Karens and the dad bods. I mean, what's the worst thing you can fuck call white people right now? Racist, Karens, dad bods, and dummies. I mean, they are. They're just fucking dummies. And if you're not on the right side, I don't want to talk to you. I don't want to be friends with you. You can unfriend me. You can tell your friends that you don't like me anymore. I don't give a fuck. You know, that's happened to me my whole life. 
and I don't care. I've yelled out at comedy shows that I'm on to people, no, I've yelled out, shut up. You know, when I feel like people are being hateful and ignorant, I'm like, I don't want to hear it. I don't want to let, I don't want to hear all these other people fucking have to hear it. And I'm going to tell you the truth. No. So surround yourself with people who are positive. Surround yourself with people who are questioning authority, who are questioning uh, the, the government who are questioning when things feel shitty, questioning when it, it's obvious that the cops are in on the fucking game, you know? So how scary is it for all of us who are on the right side of the fucking game that we're going, man, we could take this shit over. We could run this shit. We could do a much better, better. And we're more, we have more people on our side. And yet, they have the fucking cops on their side. And this militia, these white militias that are so scary because the police are like, hey man, what's up? It's exactly like the Richard Pryor joke from the 70s where he said, white people, you have a different relationship with the police than we do. White guy sees the police and he's like, hey Bob, how's everything? How's the wife? How's the kids? Great. Black people see police say, get out of the car. Somebody looked just like you just committed a robbery. Open your leg. Come on. Imagine that. Imagine white people leaving their house scared every day that they're going to get in trouble for something that they didn't do. Imagine. Things would get all fixed up if that were the case. It's like if dudes got their period or got pregnant. Abortion wouldn't be an issue. They wouldn't tax fucking period products. It's, it's the same kind of deal. It's this white straight man that thinks like, I, I, have to, I have to have power over everything. I have to control everyone or else the world will go to shit and I won't be able to get that. You won't be able to what, you dick? Fucking hunt Bambi? You won't be able to do what, you fucker? Fucking date rape your fucking secretary in the cl- in the janitor's closet? Come on, those are freedoms you can give up, you fucking shithead. For we could re-understand what's going on here in this country. And what's going on is everyone's brown. Everyone's turning all different colors. And it's magic. It's beautiful. Sexuality is fluid now. Again, I should say, because the indigenous people, the first people of the planet did not believe in men and women. They did not gender identify with people. The first people of the world were fluid with their sexuality, fluid with their gender roles. It wasn't, you didn't have to be this or have to be that. Do you know that on the reservation, if you hunted really well and you were a lady, you fucking went out to that hunt, bitch. If you were a dude and you beaded like a motherfucker, you stay in and you bead, baby. It wasn't this whole idea of don't give a don't give a little boy a, an easy bake oven. He'll be a gay man. And first of all, who the fuck cares? Come on. Oh, thanks, Toes. Uh, I feel I feel very excitable today. I I'm excited. I I feel like I'm refreshed and I'm ready to lead a goddamn revolution. I mean. That white, that, I don't even have to say her race, but that chick with the teeth missing who got maced, who they clipped into the Animaniacs. <laughs> they maced me. Ugh. Really, bitch? They should have shot you. That's the thing. Guess what? Uh, People who are not white, they get shot for nothing. Nothing. And then you, you fucking, <laughs> I thought the police were on our side. 
They are, you asshole. That's why you weren't shot dead. Oh my God. It makes me, it's like, it, my head could explode from all of this reality. The reality is, look at band-aids. Look at the color of the band-aids that they sell us. Is everyone that color? No. And yet that's supposed to be normal. When they're giving people idea of, uh, diagnosis from the hospital and they told a black woman, well, if you, if your lips start to turn blue, then you should come back. And she's like, what the fuck? That's a white person diagnosis. Do you understand? You do. You understand. And I love you for it. I really do love you for understanding. Oh God. You know, another thing, you know, another person that understands my Sean, my Sean, AKA L hump, L hump. Yes. I love his Instagram handle, L Hump. L Hump and Get Wood, we are friends. And he is such a lover. He went, okay, one of these shows I mentioned that I wanted a calendar from one of my favorite places in Los Angeles called the Wacko Soap Plant, Soap Plant Wacko, Le Luz de Jesus Gallery, also a part of it. So I said, you know, every year I get this calendar, they get them from Mexico and they're beautiful and they always have an Aztecian princess or something gorgeous on the painted on the, the, the calendar. And then it's just a rip away, you know, two months at a time. And so I mentioned it just in passing on this show. Well, wouldn't you know, well, you wouldn't know, but I'm going to tell you this excitement. Last week I was sitting here at my lovely desk in my beautiful abode, sun shining, rainbows coming off the prism, just delightful recording a show for you, telling you all kinds of silliness, doing all kinds of stories and, and characters as I love to do. Well, I usually have the shade down because I don't want people seeing me going a little nooky nooky over here, but I didn't see last week, L Hump had come to my courtyard, walked up my stairs and left the fucking calendar on my table on the outside. Yes, I have an outside table. I know I'm very fancy. Well, it was from the thrift shop and it has a princess on it because I'm a princess, guys. I'm a queen and a princess and so are you unless you define yourself as a king or a prince. Maybe you're a duke. I don't know. So he dropped the goddamn calendar off and then he stuck away and he didn't even say hi. He didn't know I was recording. He said he couldn't hear me through the window. Thank the Lord, because I'm just cursing, yelling about shit all day. I mean, I don't care. I usually have a microphone and I'm on a stage. So it is a bit more uh, delicate here. I get to be protected by my little house. Yeah? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, also, Oh my goodness, you guys, I got to go. I was very excited. If you follow me here and you go and you watch all my shows, you knows that I love doing my lives and Friday night lives are usually with an interviewer, uh, interviewee. Uh, but this last Friday, I didn't have an interviewee and I went down live to the Albuquerque art walk. That's right, baby. And I went down there and I, I took the old bus, you know, cutesy bootsy, got off the old bus, went and walked. And I was like, God damn, this is some fucking cool shit. It's Central Ave. They have a few vendors come out and sell their wares. And they had beautiful stuff, uh, jewelry, pottery, and uh, uh, found art. But then my favorite, and you know what I'm going to say, my favorite part of the art walk 
were the graffiti guys. Graffiti guys. I love a graffiti guy. Lo I love a graffiti girl. I love a graffiti guy. A fucking graffiti, graffiti, graffiti. Graffiti, graffiti, graffiti. I love it. I love the smell of paint. I used to huff it. Maybe not the best habit at all. It's a terrible habit. Was it a habit? Well, I did it a lot. When I would go to parties, I would ask people uh, at their house, hey, great party. Do you have a garage? Because I wanted to sniff their paint. Okay, but I ran over to the graffiti artist and I started to, in, you know, I'm doing the live, so I'm saying, hey, you gotta follow, it's Bareface and Omen, and you know, I'm, I'm saying all their names, I'm like, this shit is so cute, oh my God. And it's Bareface, who I must say, very handsome. <laughs> Shut up. He turned around and he goes, hey, get wood. Shut up. Oh my God, my titties do a dance for that. My titties got so excited when he knew who I was. I was like, wait, what? We're good. Ha, who? Hey, it's Bareface knows who I am. And I know him now too. And he said that he was watching a video of mine earlier from earlier that day. Oh my, guys. I'm part of a community now. Do you understand? I am now recognized in the streets. I saw a kid that I knew who hung out with mama. I was like, hey, man. I recognized his skateboard. That's right. Graffiti, skateboarding. I like acid a lot also. I didn't take any acid. Now, LSD is a, is a you have to be really careful. Uh, I like to just take a little teensy, tiny little pop of it and and just a little teensy nibbly niblet and go and then everything just kind of some would call it microdosing uh and it just makes everything just more sparkly and like i need anything more sparkly but i like it i love to see the sparkles and uh walking around albuquerque it's already very sparkly but when you add lsd the sparkles come alive. Oh my goodness, they come alive. And I'm re-watching Breaking Bad. Why? For the locations, of course. Because I live right near a bunch of those locations. And shit, it's going down. Like, I lived by stuff that was really disgusting looking and scary. And I thought, oh, hello, Albuquerque. And I had no idea. When I was watching it the first time from my beautiful apartment in Brooklyn, New York, I was like, oh, look at this place. And it really doesn't, Breaking Bad doesn't show Albuquerque, Albuquerque. Like, they don't ever show adobe or chilies or anything like that. When they go to El Paso, however, whoo, that shit gets deep. Yeah, yeah. Ah, oh, tortuga. Uh, uh, uh. Tortuga. Yeah, I, I really like that show. <laughs> don't watch it before bed, uh, however. Um, so the art walk was amazing and beautiful and I really feel like now that I've gone to the art walk and I've gone to the lowrider cruise there's there's not a lot more that I could do here I mean <laughs> I mean hiking yes cultural center yes uh the zoo yes all these things are open again so I'm excited to go and have adventures and then tell you guys about it next week uh, last year at this time, I was at a pool, poolside in Palm Springs, California. And let me tell you, it was a fucking gas there for Miss Katie Compa's birthday. Happy birthday, Miss Katie Compa. Uh, rest in peace, uh, Tommy Lasorda. 
I mean, I was raised in LA, and if you were if you were raised in LA, like I think a, a few of you in the chat room today were, you know that even if you didn't like baseball, Tommy Lasorda was kind of just this thing that was, he was like a, he was a staple of Los Angeles, and I think he was fantastic. I mean, he talked so much shit. He was one of those guys that was from the old school that would just fucking curse all the time and be like, you're not fucking striking him out. Get the fuck off the mound. You know, <laughs> I'm like, yeah, la sorda. And oh, I just saw, I just saw a neighbor go by. That was wild. She's cool. She's cool. She wears a mask all the time. Everybody masked up out here. Everybody. Uh, it's great. Because I got a, a video chat from a friend of mine in Los Angeles the other day, and he was hiking Runyon Canyon, which I would never go to Runyon Canyon, right? I will tell you that right now. Runyon Canyon is the canyon of fucking influencers and bullshitters and hikers with, like, makeup and makeup and hair and, you know, all that stuff. Like, no, dicks. Just fucking, yeah. Yeah, Tommy Lasorda talked a lot of shit. And I'm just, that's why I liked him. I feel like there's no one like that anymore. Like, you're not allowed to talk shit anymore. You're not allowed to, to say things about people. You're not allowed to say, like, I don't want to fuck that guy. Like, everyone goes, oh, Jessica, you shouldn't have to say, why? No, that's how we need to bring up the next generation of girls. So that they're no longer thinking that they are a victim of shit. They have to, hey, Kay, oh my God, I love you. I'm so excited. This chat room is a delight. It's small, but it's strong. <laughs> I really feel like we have to raise the girls up in a very, very strong and uh, confident way. It just, we can't continue on with like, oh, honey, it's sweetie, maybe he was just feeling like, no, you tell him. If someone pulls their dick out in front of you, you tell them, put that fucking thing away and straight. Don't you dare think that you could flop that thing around here right with me and get out the way of the door. And you know what? I've had to do that. I've had to do that a few different times with comedians. You thought they were nice people, maybe a little lighter than the norm. Nope. Darker, more fucked up bringing a whole bunch of baggage with them. Comedians, why do you think we do this? We're fucked up. So I had to, a few times, be like, get the fuck out of the door. What the fuck are you doing? And yeah, you get a little freaked, and my mom never told me to do that. My mom didn't fucking say to do that. Yeah, put that weapon away. Put that erection back. You know, oh, go, go try to take a pee right now. How about that? Or maybe, yeah, take it out. Let me see that thing. Pap, and then you just give it a whap, like a, like a ruler, snap. And that's the end of that shit. You know, we cannot continue to be victims. And we have to stand up when people are getting fucked. Like when, I, and I don't mean physically. I mean, like, for instance, when I'm at a comedy show and some dickwad gets up and goes, hey, black people are really getting a great deal right now, aren't they? They're really, they're getting everything. They're really killing it. And I'm like, no, I scream out from the audience because no, you dickhead, you fucking ignoramus. So I will never keep my mouth shut. You can count on me being here for you, talking up a shit storm, because you know why? 
I don't care. I'll say it again. I'll take a bullet for this revolution. I'll fucking talk shit to Jamiroquai, Mr. Horned, fucking douchebag, vegan, organic. You know what? Everybody who I've ever met who's only organic or only vegan, they're not really very great. They're not. They're not that cool. They're not. And you know what? He's too skinny. The tattoos are trash. Oh my God, those tattoos. I can't even, I, I can't even fucking, is this a brownie ring? No, but I love that you said that. Is it a brownie ring? I don't know what that means. Like of the brownies, like the troop, like, like the, <laughs> the Girl Scouts and the brownies. I was never allowed anywhere near those. No, this is a fake, this is a fake plastic crystal ring that a girl who, she's kind of rich, like a richy type of girl. She gave this to me. And everyone always is like, wow, that ring, it's amazing. How much was that ring? And I'm like, free, it's plastic. And then I go, and I tap it, and people go, what are, what are you tapping it? And I go, because it's fucking plastic, that's why. But you know, it looks good, so that's nice. Uh, I don't usually, I'm not really into plastic, especially not plastic in my face. That's why I look like a normal lady. I've got a little something happening right here right now, because holidays... I've been making sweet bread. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm, bread, baking it, sweet, adding sugar, flour, all that shit. Yeah, I fucking bake, you dicks. I bake, not just pot baked goods, uh, real baked goods. It's insane. When I'll bring brownies to a party, when we used to be able to do the, you know, before the end times, I would bring brownies to a party and everybody would be like, whoa, I don't know. What's in the brownies, Jessica? What's in the brownies? Hey, hey. How about I'm not trying to dose everybody all the time? I would never dose anybody without them knowing or wanting or... <laughs> yeah. So I'll leave you with this last uh, little piece. That is that I was, um, I, was, uh, I was invited and it was wonderful onto the Keith and the Girl show. And I was their first... Uh, interview of the year and I and I believe I talked about this last week but I just want to reiterate it is up and you can listen and they are also getting ready to do a 24-hour comedy marathon on the 30th of January which I will be a part of and I will let you know when and where you can be uh, checking that out um excuse me Ooh, <laughs> hello again this is get Wood. My name is Jess Wood, and I would like to say that uh, it is a great show. Uh, Karen thinks it is a great show. Keith and the Girl is a bunch of fun. I mean, they always have great guests. And the, uh, the better half of the black guy who tips is actually in the chat room right now. That's right. I'm feeling very popular with my friend Kay in the chat room right now, giving me support, loving me holding me high in her arms and love and uh we have be we have been great friends from this from podcasting from all this for years years and years and the black guy who tips if you have not subscribed please go subscribe please go listen and, and give them as much support as you can they are killing it oh my god you guys are doing so great the merchandise the interviews the cartoons that people are making of you i mean it's blowing my mind i don't know how long ago it was maybe 10 years ago or 
nine years ago. I can't remember, boo-boo. But it was so long ago that uh, Game of Thrones was on. So whenever Game of Thrones was on, uh, maybe 2013, I don't know. Anyways, they're a sweet-ass couple. They have so much love. They have so many smartsies. Uh, they talk about great stuff. They have fantastic interviews and the people that they bring on. And uh, it has been forever since its, its beginning. But I, I just, I wish them all the luck and, and, and love in the world. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm very blessed to have a lot of my listeners have come from the Black Guy Who Tips show. They've, they've heard about me from them. And same with Keith and the Girl. So I'm very, very blessed to be surrounded by folks who believe and love me. And I will say that I believe and love you all. So continue doing what you're doing during this pandemic, as uh, Naomi puts it, um, Eka Paragon, uh, she's hysterical, Black Tress on Instagram. She also has a great show called Couples Therapy. And Couples Therapy, she and her Jubu do their thing and interview couples and stuff. And so anyways, listen to The Black Guy Who Tips. Listen to Keith and the Girl. Listen to Couples Therapy. Listen to me. I'm telling you these things. Uh, join me again on Friday this week. I will have an interview for you. I'm so excited. You can go back and you can see my interviews with Rod and Karen from The Black Guy Who Tips. You can see, yeah, and my mom never liked white people. You know, I, I know I've told you this before, you guys, but even as a child, my mom was like, who's that? You know, and I go, mom, that's, you know, the, the, Megan. And she goes, I don't like Megan. I, I really preferred that spider that you were talking to the other day and i'm like mom spider's a gang member oh jesse don't be so uptight yeah exactly don't be so uptight accept people for who they are if he's not ganging you <laughs> and everything's okay so my mom had reminded me as well before she died that she preferred white people we were in a cafe once and excuse me if you've heard this before but we were having coffee in a cafe once in Los Angeles and a baby was crying behind me, a white baby. And my mom said, uh, oh God, somebody shut that fucking kid up. And first I was like, oh my God, mom, you're a, you're a mom. Like why, why are you being so uptight? Just a kid, just a baby. Come on. And my mom looks me right in the eye and she goes, Jesse, you know, I prefer children of color. All right. Well, I guess we should get the check. This has been a great visit, Mom. Uh, <laughs> like 9-11. Never forget. I love you so much. That's my show. That's my deal. I'm Get Wood. Just Wood. Please subscribe or tell your friends and or tell your friends. Uh, <laughs> the, uh, the book is getting reworked right now. We're doing bio fiction. That's right. So look, uh, it's exciting. It's exciting to continue to write this story. It's taking me a fucking long ass time. Emotionally, it took a long time to begin with. Now it's taking a long time to figure out how to promote it or get it out there, you know, because people look at my numbers and they go, well, we don't want to publish her book. She only has a thousand followers on the And I'm like, you know what? How about you suck my dick? I masturbate like a man. Not like this. I wouldn't feel a thing, but I do masturbate like a man saying I'm touching it a lot. And, uh, I guess that's
that's it. That's it. That's the show. I'm going to tell you once again, I've told you before, but I'll tell you again, please be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others. This is a weird time, man. We've never seen this shit before. So let's just be calm as we can. Do whatever you need to do that makes you feel better. If it's not hurting you and it's not hurting anyone else, continue on. I mean, I masturbate a lot. It, it doesn't seem to harm anyone, although I do sometimes miss a television show that I wanted to watch. So be careful is what I'm saying. Make sure you got your priorities all straight. And if you're going outside, please wear a goddamn mask and don't fucking forget to stand up for what is right. If you see some shit going down in your neighborhood or on the fucking street or with the goddamn police, say something. Move in front of what is happening. Get Put your body in between the bodies, okay? Because that's what we all have to do right now. And I'm not afraid, babies. I'm not afraid. As long as I have my mask on, I'll go out and do whatever I need to fucking do. Because you know why? Why? Because I love y'all and I love this goddamn motherfucking fucked up place that we live in and all the grandest things that came from those of us who were getting fucked the whole time. I mean, what in the world? How are you going to criminalize a whole bunch of people for taking a knee because they don't want to get killed by police and then let in a bunch of fucking bullshit, racist, missing teeth, bad tattoos, fat ass, fucking CPOD suffering bigots. Come on. So as much as I can speak out on it, I'll speak out on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank you, L. I know there's some things that are going to happen. People are going to get hung up on. People are going to get rough. People are going to get shitty to us, but we can't let it get us down, man. And you know what? Have your white friend call. Uh, you know how many of my black friends I fucking messaged and I said, Hey, if you need me to call somebody, if you need me to show up somewhere, just let me know because what the fuck kind of skin is it off my back? I've been floating through this fucking life like nothing. And yeah, I've been on welfare and yeah, I've been shot and yeah, I've been molested and raped and all that good stuff. But look, I'm still here for you. I'm still here. I'm still working through all that shit. Okay. So I'm only going to go from my experience and I'm only going to put out love and I'm only going to put out support. And I, (laughs) you know, you're going to get hung up on if you're speaking on the right shit, you know, L, even if you sound white or, or not, They don't like white people that are standing up for the right shit either. So keep making the calls. Keep putting your bodies in front of those fucking bullshit people. And uh, make sure everybody that you're eating enough and that you're drinking enough water and you're getting sleep because really it is fucking fucked up. And call your friends who love you, who support you. Uh, Don't call family if they're shitty. Um you know, just stay in touch and, and hit up things that are consistent. Like I'm here every Tuesday for you. I'm here every Friday for you. I'm online all the time. You can always get in touch with me. And, um, (laughs) the white voice, it's an interesting thing that we do here in this country, isn't it? So, okay. I know it's a very strange thing that we can get by sounding a certain way, looking a certain way. I am, I I hate the fact that I remember when 
we, and I was really little, but I remember when it started to be, you no longer let your soul glow. You straighten that hair. You look appropriate for the white world. And I don't, I don't, why did that, what, what, and all the nose jobs I knew girls that got nose job, nose job, nose job, straighten your hair. Uh, it's, uh, 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 don't do it. Don't do it. If you, I mean, look, I got teased. I got pulled shit. I got beat up. I got spit on all those things that I got because I remained true to who I was and who I am now. And yeah, a lot of people are freaked and, and scared and weird and all that, but yeah, white America gets to while you're young. Yes, they do. And private schools are hard, 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 hard. And well, the fact that we've divided not only black and white, you know, Hispanic and white, white and Asian, Asian and Hispanic, but we've managed to, to somehow put our poison into the groups that are already divided. And then now they're dividing in their group, which is like, how the fuck bad is white supremacy when we can actually convince a, a group of people to hate that same group of people? That is so awful. It's in all the books. It's in all the fucking awfulness. You know, uh, we live in an Aryan uh, system. It's way more than just skin tone as well. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. They spit, I protect myself by any means necessary. You have to. I mean, I fought back. It wasn't like I didn't fight back, but I didn't change uh, who I was. And and look, I have an easier way of, of going through this because I'm, you know, I look the way I look. But I'm just saying, let's not, let's not change our core values because we're scared. Let's continue to stand up for our core, core values and for each other. And I know it's not all a skin tone issue. I know that. And, and I'm going to say what I said at the beginning of the show, and I know it's a repeat, but I'm going to say it again, and then I'm going to end. And that is, if you were out at any of the protests this year, at all at any of the different cities and states that were protesting, all the horrifying lynching that went on this year that we got to see in the past, I mean, from the beginning of this country, it's been nothing but killing. But if you noticed how diverse the crowds were, and you noticed who put themselves in harm's way, who put their bodies up between the police and the protesters. I was happy to see a lot more white faces, Asian faces, uh, faces of people that you don't usually see in the protest. So in that, I will end and I will say, let us all band together for what is right and what is love. And it is hard, it is hard, it is hard, it is very hard. Our system is broken. It's very broken. I, I don't know what to say except for we must continue to do what we're doing because look at who we have now. We have Stacey Abrams. We have, we, have, we have beautiful, amazing people that are in it to change the shit. So let's all, let's all hope for the best, you know? I mean, I'm not going to say hope for the best, prepare for the worst because that's my, my Jewish aunt. Prepare for the worst. I'm like, I don't want to be so pessimistic, but we have to just take care of each other. Okay. Okay. Now I'm a rambling gal 
but I just want to let you know that I love you so much and that I care about you and that I'm here, I'm here every Tuesday and Friday and I look forward to seeing you again and just, you know, like I said, try to just take good care of yourself, be gentle, don't pressure yourself and compare to people and, oh, they wrote a script and I didn't do shit or, oh, she baked a bread and I didn't, you know what? Eat a cookie, smoke a cigarette, have a shot of whiskey. Just don't abuse yourself. Just be gentle. Okay? Okay. I say it to you as I say it to me. Mwah. I love you. I'll see you next week. I'll see you Friday if you want to hang out with me on Friday. Really. I really love you. Thanks, Miles. I love you guys. I really do. And uh, please put out the love. Put up the fight. Let's make sure we're doing not what's white, but what's right. Yeah? Oh, yeah. And Kay, give your husband a big, big kiss for me, please. A big, wet kiss and a little titty rub against his chest. Okay? Was that inappropriate? I hope it was. <laughs> I love you guys. Bye. <laughs>